Welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots with me, Carl Donnelly. And me, Julian D. Um, sorry for the... <laughs> what the fuck does it sound well, like that for? Oh, it sounds radio, innit? Oh, yeah. Um, sorry for the uh, slightly long delay, but we've been, yeah, we've been in separate countries. I've been in Australia. You've been in here. There's no excuse, I know. Um, but we are back. We're going to try... This This is the first one we've recorded back. We're going to try and do another one maybe at the end of this week. In a minute. Um, so hopefully it'll be two this week. And um, yeah, it'll be back to normal service. Uh, so... Get it in your ear rolls. Get it in, get it in your ear rolls. Uh, our, our guest today is Kai Humphreys, very funny man, good friend of mine and yours. And uh, we have smashing tattoos, and we've just got back from Australia together. So we'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about a bunch of other things. That's about it, really. Should mm. we just get on with it? Yeah. All right, enjoy. Two vegan idiots! Wait, and we're going <laughs> to... We're back. <laughs> we are back. Welcome to Two Vegan Idiots with... Me, Carl Donnelly. Me, Julian Dean. And guest, Kai Humphrey. Hi, guys. It's, it's right. your first time on this yeah. version, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, I've done a podcast for you and Chris Martin back in the, back in the, back in the day. Back in the good old days. Yeah. Let's just shacked up with this one. <laughs> and um, Chris, Chris has flew off to Willie, hasn't he? He's going to be a star. He's going to be huge. He, um, uh, have you heard of a sketch show called... Um, I've seen I the one with Hannah in it. Uh, uh, no. Sloss was watching it. It's, I love it. It's so funny, but Chris has got a cameo in it. Yeah, and he said Chris, he says Chris was in the last episode of this. Yeah. Uh, you should watch it. And I sat down and watched it with him, and then Chris's wife, Hannah, was in the next episode. It, in the first, yeah. So I've seen the episode with Hannah in it, and yeah. I need to go back and watch it right. with Chris in it. No, wicked, but it's, um, it's on Netflix. It's called I Think You Should Leave, and it's I think it's the funniest it's so funny. thing I've watched it's, on Netflix it's, in it's, uh, it's ages. It's cringe comedy, isn't it? Well, it's, it's just like, it's, like awkward but, situation but it's not comedy. cringe. What, I tell you what, I, the reason I can watch it, I hate cringe stuff. I can't watch like prank shows or any yeah. of that stuff. When it's real life cringe, I yeah. can't watch it. But it's it's well, over it's the top sitcom. fabricated oh, cringe. Oh man, it's it's such a funny sketch show. Are you listening to your? No, um, I've got to listen vape to it pen. to see if it's working. All right. <laughs> 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 never seen anyone put a vape pen I'm, to their ear. It's like you're doing <laughs> it all wrong, mate. Wrong oh, hole. that's what it is. I um, I like that cringe stuff though, like the pranks and that. I can I sit there just it. crying, laughing, watching them for about four days. I can't. Do you know, I just can't because I feel so bad for the people that are going through it. Yeah, yeah. I've got too much empathy, guys. True, man. Nah, you just gotta you just gotta let the Schadenfreude in. You just <laughs> gotta feel like, the Schadenfreude. Let it wash like it over here. I'm glad, I'm I mean, glad I like it's not the, me. The, the pranks, the prank ones. Which uh, ones? Are funny. Um, you watch all sorts of mad shit I just on YouTube, watch man. Junk when I should be writing comedy. Yeah. <laughs> You love a bit of YouTube. I realised recently that I, I reckon I look at something on YouTube about once every fortnight, and that's like normally it's like a music video or something. I'm on there every day. Yeah, I, I just never ever uh, um, I, go on there. I got that um, pre- the YouTube Premium thing for a month. What, what's the point in that? I just cancelled it immediately. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. What, what no, have I just I bought? I, I just paid for a YouTube that I'm already getting. That means you can watch it on your phone and also have other apps open. Yeah, there's that's, more to it than yeah. just that. For a ten or a month. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, sixty quid a day. <laughs> like, oh, there's, there's no, there's no ads on it or whatever. Like, it's just such a. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's I like s- it's it's not giving you something. That it's like saying, right, we've just made it shit, and you can pay it to make it on shit again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. This, it's a, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't use it enough to even consider nah. do you, like paying any money. I, I thought there'd be some good original content, but even the original content's just like it's it's not it's not good. It's not exclusive. What do you watch on there? Because I genuinely I don't... watch a lot of um, like UFC stuff, right? And mm. Comedy and pranks and 
Yeah. yeah. Pedophile documentaries. <laughs> I've started watching people play Dungeons and Dragons oh, on YouTube. Sake. You honestly, so basically, let's get people up to speed. I've just got back from Australia. Yeah. You were in Australia. Yeah. I was you born were, there. You were born there. And since we've been away, you've been Haven't just drinking been celery juice, as you told me before. <laughs> we started celery recording. Celery juice and, uh, in a service station. Yeah, exactly. Have um, you been living well, healthy? Um, yeah, food-wise. What about everything else? Vaping and stuff like that, not great. Smoking cigarettes? Um, here and there. Weed? Here and every day. <laughs> yeah. I had a weed brownie the night before last and just took too much. Oh. I, 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 was, just, I, was, I was done. I, like, I, I, on, a, on a night out as well. So I was in a fucking Latino nightclub at four in the morning just sat there trying to charge my phone so I could get an Uber. Oh, <laughs> like, no. And everything was a mission. Oh, everything no. was a massive What was that, after, after a skunk spliff or something? Uh, no, it was after we did a, we didn't back to back podcast, didn't we? Yeah, we weren't on the yeah. same podcast, but the little dum dum club were recording at Angel. Oh. So he done the first one, I done the second one. I stayed out, got hammered, and someone at a gig had given me a brownie, so I decided to scoff it. They're dangerous, what? those things. Yeah. What, a weed brownie, yeah? Yeah. I've never had one, I don't think. They f- I mean, we, we made them on Christmas Day one year, me and Benny Boot. And, um, and just they were so strong, and it just wiped, it ruined Christmas. Like, we, we ate them. We stupidly thought, let's have one in the afternoon, because like, that will just chill us out for an hour, and then we'll cook dinner. And yeah, then we end up cooking dinner at like 9pm. Just, just tripping just, balls. We were just like well, the out for the count you, on the sofa. Like, at least when you're having a spliff, you can like monitor how high you're going to be. But with that, it's like putting a time bomb in your system that's going to go off in 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you're and you've get, actually got no real concept of how strong it is. You don't yeah. know how much is in it. Nah. You know what I mean? It is just... Nah. So uh, I found the best way to do it is if you like chop it up in little bits, tiny little bits, and just kind of like make redos sell it to children. <laughs> but, yeah. but then what? Yeah, the thing I'd struggle with there is I just love eating yeah chocolate cakes. That, that was me, that was my problem with like, that. If, if somebody, you might want to pull that a bit closer to your mouth. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like you know, you can get get in a chocolate I'm cake so and then sure. microdosing a chocolate cake sounds like the <laughs> yeah, your idea hell, especially when you're having something that gives you the munchies. Extreme. I, I did diet. try microdosing once and drove to um, the gym. And I've just had a panic attack. Oh, right. <laughs> so it didn't really work. No. Well, I, I, I think I macro-dosed. Well, what, um, people don't, might not know what microdosing is. It's when you take very, very small dosage uh, of like, well, it's meant to be hallucinogens, isn't it? Yeah. I did it, I did it a, f- a few times back in, 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 back in the day. You did it up in Edinburgh, didn't you? When did you were I? doing the stand. Oh, shit, I did. <laughs> I forgot about that. But that was very small dose. So you hardly even feel it. It's meant to just open up your sort of your creative juices. Yeah. I, had a, I had a belter over, I think, at Glastonbury on, on mushrooms. Uh, so I'd, I'd taken some mushrooms, we're just wandering around, right, having a great time. And then Natalie uh, saw a stall, uh, my wife saw a stall uh, that was selling tea towels, Glastonbury tea towels. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she, gave us, she gave us 20 quid and goes, go and get two tea towels for our mams, right? Yeah. And I'm on fucking mushrooms, right? And I'm walking up to the stall. <laughs> and as I get there, I see a sign <laughs> that says one for £10. A three for twenty, and because oh. <laughs> it's obvious you just get three, right? Yeah, yeah. But because I'm on mushrooms, it just stopped me in my tracks, and I stopped. <laughs> That's like, an impossible yeah, equation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stopped just a few yards, and there's just two ladies there looking out at us. Is he going to come along? Is he going to make the purchase? And I'm just there going, "Well, I need two. I've got twenty. I don't need the third one. I'm about to get like a spe- <laughs> this is taking way longer than it needed to do." But my friend Craig had spotted me in a dilemma, right? And he come up, he put his arm over my shoulders, walked us up to the desk, and went. He's never bought a tea towel before. It's his first time. <laughs> <laughs> He's really nervous. Does she know you were on mushrooms? Yeah, your wife. Well, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, said, shit, that would be a tough one to stale out, wouldn't it? <laughs> just spend a day away, away from you. Don't want it to know that you're. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, so we've just been in Australia. Is what we were saying, yeah. but we're now um, we were there. What was your? Um, did you do Adelaide? Yeah. So I because I I flew in just for the end. Of yeah, Adelaide. my my I don't, route was... I, don't, I don't even know if I saw you in Adelaide. I was there for just a day or two. No, we, Jimmy tried to organise a meetup, but he can't oh, yeah, organise yeah, anything. That is he's true. really bad at organising yeah, stuff. Is, um... I've never seen anything he's organised come off ever. No, <laughs> he's brilliant at fluffing. Uh, fluffing Do you know an what event. it is? Because he he's so used to people doing everything for him. Yeah. Like, people always organise Jimmy's life for him. Not but in a sort of, you know, he's just very good at just being so shit at organising that everyone goes, I'll fucking do it, when I? Yeah. So I always organise, like, everything. Whenever we, if we were going to meet up for a coffee or something, I always just go, right, just meet yeah. this time, this place, let's just do that. Yeah, he, he puts, so too, many, hard to he puts get... too many options and makes it too vague. Well, no, or he's he's very, like, you've, so, you've just got to tell him. Otherwise, yeah. he's he's so stuck to his, like, he loves doing the same thing, same yeah. place, same time. Yeah, and we, we got that, I got that out of him when I was away because we went to the gym at 4.30 every day. And yeah, it was yeah. like, it was just non-negotiable like oh, totally. Monday, Monday to Friday no matter how hungover you are I was there, meant to be playing golf it? with him in Melbourne yeah. on a Monday which was our days off yeah. and it was his day off the gym as well uh-huh. and uh, something came up where I couldn't I had to record a thing uh, which was proper like you know it was a good thing to be doing and, uh, and a good bit of money and like you know it's just like, I was like this is you know sort of professionally a good thing to do on my day off uh, and I said to him, mate, I can't play golf. He got really upset. I was cancelling golf. Planned And I said, well, I said, I said, can we go like Wednesday or Thursday instead? <laughs> yeah. And he went, no, I've got the gym at 4.30. I was like, well, I'm, I've got to do an actual professional thing that, you know, you're basically just picking the gym over playing golf. Good lad. And he couldn't understand yeah. that he was being slightly sort of unreasonable. Yeah. Anyway, let's not just. So you missed off. your thing, yeah, and went. Well, yeah, so I sacked it off, lost a couple of grand, you know, but it's fine. I got to play golf with fucking Jimmy McGee. Um, let's not just slag. We had, had a belt at the gym, though. Uh, good, a, yeah, good so I popped in and saw you a few times when I was good, down there. T- ten week run at it. Yeah, know, man. Like we actually made progress because it's hard to do in this in this trade because you're on the road all the time. It's trade. Yeah, <laughs> you're always let's on the move. Let's not call it a trade. Come on, not mate. A trade is like a craft. No, it's not. It's, it's a, a skill. It's an art form. You're not Come having an apprenticeship. You're not having no. <laughs> three years apprenticeship and then With doing GNVQ control. and comedy. Yeah. Um, but it was. Uh, but Australia was very fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a good place. You would, you would like to go back? I would. I wished I was there. What have you been up to? You said you've been um, to Romania. I went to Romania. Went to Jersey. All the big went places. to London. <laughs> big London. What was Romania like? Shit. No, it's nice, man. It's. Um, did yeah, it was nice. I only went there for one night, so I don't oh, really... Right. Uh, like, brew their own spirits and shit. Like, I've had people after gigs in, in Romania come up with, like, bottles of fucking moonshine that they made in the yeah, bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the old Eastern block, innit? Yeah. Probably, when you couldn't get hold of it, you had to just, like, brew your own, brew potatoes yeah, it had in that bath. vibe about it, yeah, like a fucking, am I going to get murdered now? Yeah. But um, that's just my paranoia. But it was nice. Yeah. Because um, I, I did something after the festival that I think you would not do. Which was I went out and stayed in the bush, no. like in a cabin in the woods on my yeah, own yeah. for a couple of days. No, I wouldn't do that. No phone reception, nothing. No I'd have to have eleven mates with me, <laughs> all, all tooled up. And I just, no, I just went out and I just was so off the grid. It was amazing. I saw a huntsman spider that was the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. It was probably the size of one of these what, the base? Uh, base of these mic stands. One of these people. Sitting probably, I reckon it was five to six inches in diameter. Hairy, big huntsman. 
you kill it? No, not at all, mate. They're it good, apparently. They, they, they sort of kill all the other bad did ones did that you, you don't want in the house. And and then you, did you put a couple, yeah. did you put a couple <laughs> they on They work their way up. And then the final at the end, like Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's fucking up with the, the spiders in Australia. I'll be going for a run and like, see spider webs like, going between the trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, <laughs> yeah like, honestly. Like how they would achieve that. I saw, angry I saw a redback once on the street in Sydney. Yeah. Just in the street, man, on the pavement. Massive. But they're the ones, this is the thing, the huntsmen's look terrifying but aren't going to mess you up. You know what I mean? They're sort of, they're... You know, they they just they're they're big and hairy to scare. And they're called huntsmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But whereas the little redbacks and all that and funnel webs, they're the ones that will fuck you up, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this place, whenever I went to the toilet, I'd always check before going to the toilet for any little one. Where was it? Where it was in Blackwood, which is um, basically if you go out of Melbourne, sort of west, just maybe just slightly northwest for about an hour and a quarter, hour and a half, you just get out into the bush and like a friend of mine, his uh, he has a cabin in the woods. So I just went. I thought. How I'd, long before? I just went for two days, but yeah, it, I mean, it was. What were you doing there? Nothing. I just literally just loafed around, li- just meditated. made a cup of tea. Yeah, so, sat on the bed. Well, I sat on like the porch, and just looked out at the woods, and it was just it was like a sort of, a rocking chair. There was were a rocking chair. Were you chewing a bit of straw? No, no, but there was a rocking chair. <laughs> I it? sat in that for well, a bit of weed would be great there, wouldn't it? Uh, no, I just want. I just wanted to almost. I wanted to sort of detox from the festival. I wanted to just go sort of yeah. like. I just made like a really moody lentil soup one day. Steve just had that over two days. Got a couple of hookers around. It was, it was <laughs> nice. Got a couple of just I drank. I drank a lot of turmeric tea. But I just had a couple of days of just to myself. When you cooked for your own food, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Order a Domino's. <laughs> Delivery. It took him an hour and a half to get from the nearest just town. Just start talking to him for ages because you don't talk to anyone. But um, it is, it's amazing how you can, when you just totally switch off. Yeah. You know, I think it takes you... I haven't you, switched off it, in about it, 30 well, years. Well, this is the thing. Yeah, I think you know, it's so amazing how you, you fight it. For, your brain fights it for a couple of hours. You know, when you can't look at your phone, when you can't talk to anyone you can't do any there's no telly there's no nothing there's literally nothing and you can't just go somewhere it's not like there's a you know a town t- five minute walk away how did like, you get there drive yeah, yeah so i hired a car to drive out there and just what happens is for, you're you're sort of you go through this weird almost like two hour fucking, what do I do? Panic. and then the moment you get through it you just you go think, oh, oh yeah i forgot about waking did, did you I can did do you, that no don't even, <laughs> did you, do that did you keep doing that thing you sometimes do on flights where like you're eight hours into a long haul and you'll just look at the facebook feed again from when it last refreshed yeah 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 and you're just like going back <laughs> shows you how programmed we are isn't it yeah. just but, look at it but it's it, a, it i mean maybe because I, I don't look, look on facebook or anything like i suppose maybe i'm slightly less inclined mm. but it took me. It only took me two hours to go full on. Um, well, I live in the woods now, and mm. I don't talk to people. Like I was so happy. Just for a couple of days, I was just sitting. There was times when I was sitting, just staring at the fucking nothing at the wall for about forty-five minutes. <laughs> Sounds class. <laughs> um, hold on one sec. I've just realised uh, I've got to answer my door. Um, let me just pause this. You've so, just realised. Well, I just realised because I've just got a message from. Uh, Eric Lampert, there he goes. Is that the doorbell? He's at the that door, was, is That's some prophecy going on there. Uh, I'll explain once. I'll pause it and then we'll pick this back up. And we're back. Sorry, that was a very... I mean, they won't even know it's a pause. It was so quick. So, um, Carl, you know, you know when they talk about the bush in uh, in the outback in yeah. Australia? Is it like... Cause I, you know when you fly across from Perth to Adelaide yeah, and you look yeah. out the window, it's all just scorched terrain. It all just yeah, looks like yeah, desert. Yeah. Like, you don't look down and see bush. But I didn't so realise, is it, like, is it mostly scorched and then like a inner ring of... Forestation. Well, I think the, the bush actually is quite a sort of misused phrase. I always thought it was like 
you know, out in the desert. Yeah. But it just basically the bushes, but they just, Australians refer to anything outside the cities, essentially, once you just get out to the woods, forests, deserts, whatever, that's all like the bush. So even if you're just on the scorched terrain desert land, that's I reckon you might, well, I don't know. I, I thought the bush was like woods and shit. Well, that's what this. I was in that. I was in the woods section of the bush. You know the middle part of Australia that they're not, they're not using? The yeah. desert. Yeah. Well, they could use it because Dubai and that, like, Abu Dhabi and all of them places are all desert. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. How, how come cities like that, I guess, they'd have to find enough oil to justify it, wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. Australia's not got much oil, is it? I don't know. I've never checked. you never checked? Did you is check what in you, the what, shops? What are you doing out there? You know? A bit of WD-40. <laughs> God, imagine, imagine you struck oil when you're on your little patch of land. Oh, my God. <laughs> but then it would have te- probably technically Been belonged his. to my mate, wouldn't it? Yeah, nick as much so all, as you all, can. All, all of it. I don't think so. Might be to get a few barrels. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're making them wait for, for his cabin. You're only allowed a hundred mil through customs. <laughs> I know it's probably not even worth. That's it. worth about six p. Hundred mils of oil at a time. Just doing shuttle runs. Just do loads of journeys, man. Um, so yeah, so that's what I did after the festival. It's really nice. Honestly, I do recommend it. I know it sounds obviously you've got kids. It's different. I went but... to Centre Parks a few years ago, and <laughs> on your own. You know, we were in the woods, but. You opened the back door and there was like a big swan there and it was it was yeah, nice, yeah. man. Then we went um, to the arcades. Lovely, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but I mean, yours. You strike me from from you've told me that that sort of you just get quite scared of. On my own, yeah. I've just watched too many scary films growing up. I'm not scared of burglars as much because I feel like I could take them down and take their back and submit them. But <laughs> you've, you've seen Cabin um, in the Woods. <laughs> But ghosts and shit, man. But what, what are ghosts going to be doing in the woods? I don't know. It's totally irrational. Like, you know, if you saw a ghost, would it, like, yeah, you'd be scared, but you'd also feel, you'd feel quite lucky. <laughs> you'd, be like, like, you'd be like, oh, shit. Like, no one's going to believe this, but class. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely don't think, yeah, I don't understand the fear of ghosts. Did you watch House on Haunted Hill? Uh, what is that? It's the Netflix series. Oh, I watched the first episode. Quite liked it. It felt a bit yeah, cheesy, that, but yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't against it. That actually it. Got, it got under me, because I've normally not been bothered, because no matter what I watch on TV, it doesn't mean ghosts are real. Yeah. Right? So I wouldn't be bothered, but it did have us on a fucking high alert the whole time. Yeah, I was yeah, in, yeah. like, in Ibis in Glasgow for three days on my own while I'd, while I'd watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just, like, kind of, like, almost sleeping with a light on so I could see my surroundings, just because yeah, I felt yeah, the yeah, fight yeah, of flight yeah, yeah. I do that in, ho- in hotels, I leave a light on. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it. I should keep it. some of this stuff to myself. Yeah. <laughs> Reading the Stephen no, King book. Kind of I'm actually a very brave man, except for that. <laughs> but no, but get talking about it is how to deal with your issues, man. This is what we're here for. I definitely leave a lot. If no one's in my flat and I'm sleeping there on my own, I'm on the sofa. Really? Yeah. Later with the lights. I'm see. I so I'm here currently on my own. I mean, although Eric Lampers just arrived here, he's looking after it for a few days when I go to Amsterdam. But yeah, I've been yeah. Check the electricity I, bill when you come back. See what he's like. I know. But um, when I'm here on my own, I, I really like just I like it. Well, darkness. Well, like, yeah, just I like, could get used to it. Yeah. Did you have um, a good night sky when you were in? Was it? Oh my it, god! Was it pitch black at night. Um, first night was the most amazing night sky. In the it was so clear. Uh, second night up the sort of up basically up, 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 I don't know how far away it would be, but they were doing a burn off, which is when in like rank uh, dancing. No. <laughs> Aborigine breakdancing comp. Sort of drag race. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was um 
little some, car park they, uh, certain parts sort of, of the bush they burn it back uh, during the, the sort of winter season and the, the colder seasons to sort of give a buffer to stop bushfires from spreading right. so while it's not too hot they, they, it's a bit counterintuitive well, no, it, sounds fight, a bit, fire, it is literally it? fighting fire with fire they burn you know they'll just burn a sort of line through the woods so that means if this ever sort of kicks so there's off, a gap yeah so it yeah. can't then jump towards and then burn down towards where people live yeah yeah so it, did, it said I saw signs when I was driving driving towards the area saying burn off on like Thursday didn't think much of it and then just on the on the second day I was there I could I, you could start smelling it in the morning this smoke in the air and then they sort of it's not like it wasn't like overwhelmingly smoky but there was a lot of smoke kicking about you could just feel it uh, that no, night I did put a wash note well this is it I, I did stink of actually smoke for a couple of days after but um at night as I went out onto the porch and basically it was only probably about a mile away I could just see the whole sky was red of the embers of the days burning and the mm. whole, like, it looked like the apocalypse. I could still, I could hear trees falling. I could just hear this. Uh, and it was just me in the woods. Was that would be really this, like, sort of. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have run off. <laughs> but it, looked, it looked cool, though. I you would have put 50 cool. pence in the meter. Did you take any pictures? Well, you could. It was, it was sort of, it was nighttime. And, yeah. it was, and it, I tried to take a photo. It would it never blurry. do it justice. No, right? like, I even know, tried filming a bit and it just, you couldn't work out what it was. You know, if you've got yeah, like a big full moon or something and it looks great. Like, if take a picture what's that what did you just post it's a fucking eclipse um what did you do after did you just come straight back so I, the, my route was adelaide tasmania uh, melbourne and sydney okay in sydney tasmania is fucking great man yeah it's, i'd love to go there it's so like you, you've been to blythe my hometown right yes it's just like blythe it's like you're just a working class bougainville yeah because yeah. that's a that's the word for chavs you know that right bougain what in, in Australia? In Australia, they've got yeah. their own I've got family chat. in Tasmania, Hobart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Launceston was where I was at. I didn't see Hobart. Isn't it Hobart's got like one of the most amazing modern art galleries in the world? They've spent loads of money and built oh, one. Oh, really? Yeah. It's pretty cool. They just put one there, isn't it? Yeah, but it, it just reminds They're me of the artists. North, my family. It's like if Northumberland was hot. That's what it reminded us right, of. Like yeah, all yeah, them, yeah, like yeah, yeah. like main ta- mining communities. Yeah, it just it was a bit like that, and I liked it. I was at home there. It's night. I done when I did the comedy road show for the comedy festival a couple of years ago. We travelled around those mining towns, yeah. and you definitely have when you hear mining towns, you think of like the northeast mining towns of the UK or yeah. Scunthorpe or something like. Well, that. you just yeah, you feel like you're going to go and there's going to be all these old miners in flat caps. caps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, over there, might it's you know it's them. It's, it's a totally different thing. They're all making shit loads of money. Oh, like in like, Perth, it's all diamond mines. And yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So actually, it was, I was very surprised with my preconceptions. Yeah, were not met. And I had a. I, I was living largely healthy when I was out there. You were, um, yeah, you were so healthy. So mate. I was because the, the football's on at like five in the morning. So I was yeah, getting yeah. up, watching the football, going for a morning jog, and then hitting the gym with Jimmy at four thirty. So after my gig, I was fucked. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. done in. So I was going to bed early. So I kept yeah. that going, and then Easter weekend came. So I'd been like eight weeks. Easter weekend came, and I'd done all of my partying on yeah, that weekend. Yeah, yeah. I just went fucking too far. It's mad. That's like, that's a nice thing. Because I was getting up to watch Tottenham matches there, and like in years gone by, I would have drank through to the match. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I would have just carried the night on to drink to six a.m. to watch the Tottenham match. Yeah, and it was a real moment of like, oh, I've grown up, haven't I? That I was yeah, I was true. rushing home from my gig to get to bed at eleven so it, I could like, get up t- at six a.m. How times have changed since the Naughty Boys oh, to uh, two thousand fourteen? So different. Well, you, so you, you know, we got Naughty Boys tattoos in uh, what year was that? Yeah, yeah, we got matching tattoos in two thousand fourteen. We're going to get them covered up with married men tattoos because we changed. We yeah, felt like we weren't yeah. representing the flag anymore. How many have got the tattoos? Just us two. Ah, oh. yeah. yeah. 
and then I got home and uh, my now wife uh, said uh, that reminded me that MB's my ex girlfriend's initials. Nicola, Nicola Beatty. Uh, <laughs> but that's not why I got it done. <laughs> you can't be mad at this. That's but then we realised if we get married, mentos. Yeah, that's uh, that's my ex's initials. So, so it's full circle. <laughs> we should do it. What's your ex's initials? MM. MM. Ah. Um, so, so we're going to get the Wonder Woman logo, but flipped upside down. For married men. This is it's another idea. <laughs> we're just working just on tossing around ideas. Yeah, we're just yeah. spitballing, team. <laughs> Um, yeah, back so, in the day we would have done that it's testament to how much we've changed that we, we didn't go ahead I mean I, I thought we would yeah, when we first had that conversation that night I thought this is going to happen we like we have to do it now we've said it I know I'm the definitely going to get a tattoo it. how many of you got you've, all, you've had I, tattoos for years I've you? got a bunch of tribal stuff that I got when I was like 19, 20 years when old when you're in a tribe <laughs> yeah I'm in a tribe of working class people who have all got the same tattoos <laughs> scumbags I, when I was 15 I went to get a Millwall tattoo yeah, uh, they wouldn't serve me, thankfully. That is lucky. You're a Millwall fan? Oh, no, I wasn't even a Millwall fan. Oh, I was just with Millwall on. fans, and they yeah. were getting it done. And I was oh. like, can I get one? And he was like, no. Oh, my God. I couldn't think of a <laughs> You look about 12, mate. I was like, all right. Um, what, so we've been up in Australia. Me. You've been in Romania. You've been drinking celery juice. What's celery that about? Juice. Is that a new thing? It's, um, yeah. F- uh, Did you watch four- a YouTube video? Yeah. <laughs> 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 What's it meant to be for? Um, 400 millilitres of uh, celery juice every morning before anything and you uh, fart all day. Right. <laughs> no, you don't. It's, it's, it's apparently it's like good for you. Okay. I've done uh, it for four are you, days. Are you feeling the benefits? Definitely, man. Yeah? I haven't done it today. <laughs> yeah, it's good, though, yeah, and I've been doing my smoothies. What's in your smoothie? It looks like mud, man. I'll it tell you does. what, spirulina can ruin any Mate, smoothie. Mate, it's the worst. I, am in, I was in a health shop in Melbourne and it was, there was like a discount section of like, you know, like sort of last minute, get, they're just trying to get it off the shelf. And there was a bottle of stuff called like fire water. And it was apple cider vinegar mixed with spirulina and a few other things. It's good shit though. It was so disgusting. Like apple cider vinegar, I can actually sort of do a shot of that. Reminds t- me of when I used to hit whiskey. Yeah, like years it tastes ago. all right, I think. But spirulina managed to, to make it, it water, so You can gross. burn your throat a bit. Oh, can it? Yeah. But isn't, oh, right, okay. I didn't know that. I still Nor did I after about two did, months. Did I've got, I take a potion some days just to sort of get the immune system going, which is um, I've mixed up in a jar. It's apple cider vinegar, lemon juice. That's called something, isn't a it? Chili, chopped chili, chopped ginger, chopped garlic, and it's all just in a thing. So that will burn and the whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably not good for my throat. Did you ever have any of them picklebacks? In, uh, I hate, well, yeah, I don't mind them, but it's, I don't see the point. So... Uh, somebody bought me the pickleback shot, right? It's a shot of whiskey followed by a shot of pickle juice. And both things individually are disgusting, but weirdly it seems to work. Yeah, it does. So you it, shoot it, the whiskey, uh, shoot the pickle juice, uh, and then it's like neutralizes, and you're like, oh, that's actually all right. So I was like, I'm going to need to try that again because I feel like I liked it. So I got <laughs> yeah, another one. Yeah, yeah. And then I ended up asking anybody if they tried it and they were like, no, I've never had one. So then I'd get them one and I fucking checked my bank the next day. Oh, I'd yeah, spend I remember like a, that. I spent about fucking 100 pound on pickle juice. Oh, God. <laughs> Just getting every country shot of pickle juice. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes you wake up in the morning you'll see your fucking bank's down and you're like, oh, well, I went to the strip as I got a gram. Like, there's good things, there's good reasons why you're down, but, but then this one was like, fucking pickle juice, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Strippers on a gram ain't good reasons yeah, yeah, why you're yeah. down. <laughs> Casino, Doing my weekly shopping is good reasons. Something, you know? <laughs> Couple of brasses. <laughs> something. <laughs> Couple of rent boys, you know what I mean? I, I didn't waste any. Um, so we should probably do some questions. We've got loads. Let's start working through them and then we'll talk about other things as well. Ronan Quinn says, what's your... Where's your favourite place in the world? Having just got back from travels, what's your favourite place? Oh, Ibiza. 
Is it? It's got to be a pizza. Really? It's got to be everything, hasn't it? Yeah, but it's that feels um, it too can, near it, for me. You know what I mean, that feels a bit near for. It your can be chilled out. You can be gone nuts. I you suppose. can you can change gears in Ibiza. I suppose. And I think people have got a preconception of Ibiza because of the Venga Boys and San Antonio Bay. Yeah, well, and give I, it, in, in Kevin and Perry go large. And Manny Mission. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. so it's, it's like I think the window into Ibiza from the like the outside world is is that it's a little bit fucking scummy, but it's actually. Well, there's lovely, part, lovely yeah, parts of the so, island. The old so town nice. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's, um, my favourite place in the world is Magaluf. <laughs> 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 Similar. I think it's just got a bad <laughs> vibe. That's Lewisham. I really just you know like what? Lewisham. It's just got terrible PR, Magaluf. <laughs> you get there, it's got a lot of history. <laughs> Go to the old I town. I went to Falaraki. That's a bit like oh, that kind you? of vibe. I went there by accident. Well, I, went, I knew I was going there, but I didn't know it was like a mini Ibiza. Oh, I, got right. there, I was like, oh, right, we've got a party for the whole holiday now oh man uh, we, we sometimes go on uh, ironic Benidorm trips I know I've heard, I've heard about these Fucking ironic Benidorm I've been invited on didn't the ironic Benidorm didn't you get spiked Benidorm. out there with LSD spiked with LSD it was, <laughs> and that's, that's when Milo McCabe got... called me when it, he, it had kicked in he called me which woke me up at like 7am here and he called me to ask for advice on how to ride it out. Uh, <laughs> Don't call me is the first yeah, bit of advice. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the funniest thing is he got in touch with us. I, like, my, my I think orange well. juice helps, apparently. Yeah, that's, that's apparently so. I think that you kept yeah, him off yeah. of that as well. That's like with, um, yeah, basically it's sugar, in it? I reckon. I remember when my mate had a really bad a mushroom trip in Amsterdam. And like we went just up to, yeah, you know, we were just, he was in such a bad way. It was like getting scary. He was getting quite threatening towards us. And we just told her, we just said it to this, this Dutch off. guy working behind the bar. And he was so calm. He went, How do you get rid of your mate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do we get rid of a guy? <laughs> but uh, we explained, like, he's taken loads of mushrooms and it's getting scary. And he just went and he's came no back problem. with a pint glass, put water in it, put loads of sugar in it. Stirred in one to give this And to then him. drank it and said, <laughs> let me have a thing. <laughs> um, and basically, yeah. But drinking that, it looks like it'll just give you fucking diabetes or something. I had a panic attack in this Amsterdam on mushrooms, man. Just walking around, like, the red light district thinking, I couldn't make sense. Two spots for choice. It's like I'm in a zoo. Yeah. Which one do I pick? No, I <laughs> but I couldn't make sense of these human beings yeah. just selling it's, themselves. It's weird. It's and weird me just spending all my money. No. To have such a grotty... <laughs> like the picklebacks. I feel like I like this. <laughs> no, but it's the, I find that a weird juxtaposition of like a place like where a there's so for freely yeah. available right next to a church oh, hold on a minute what are you doing zoos <laughs> <laughs> but next <What's> to <laughs> next to like sort of such a grotty part of humanity yeah i think that's a weird mix of one you're going to take one thing that makes you feel connected to all living things and then see a part of the city that makes you want to leave like all a living things church behind in the middle yeah. of it all isn't yeah it? i know i'm going for two days I'm where going, i go I'm and going. repent after I'm heading off this evening to Amsterdam for the Tottenham yeah. IX match. He hasn't got um, a ticket. He's going on a whim. He's going to try and get one. For real? Yeah, 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 man. I mean, I know fan. other people that are out there. It's not like I'm just going to go on my Todd again. And, I mean, no, I'm just, actually... I'm just take your oyster card. The worst right. case scenario is better than anybody else's evening. You're in Amsterdam watching the match. I'm in Amsterdam watching the match in a yeah. pub with loads of Spurs fans. It'll be mm. fine. It'll be fine. Oh, I thought you are doing a show up. I, we're doing a show in tomorrow afternoon as well, yeah. Oh, sweet. For Spurs fans. Just yeah. a Spurs fan show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's all there? That's pretty good. Huh? There's quite a lot of Spurs fans in comedy, isn't there? Yeah, but it's me and David Alfie Ward. We're doing a show um, just in the afternoon. Basically, we sort of put it out online and on a couple of Tottenham podcasts and Talk Mm. Sport and that, and it just sold to travelling Tottenham fans who bought the tickets. 
Oh, it should be fun, isn't it? That'd be nice. Two in the afternoon. I fancy our chances as well. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think, obviously, the odds are against us, but, I mean, it wouldn't be out of the question. I, I reckon Son is well-rested after... <laughs> after yeah, yeah, you yeah. follow football as well, do you? Yeah, yeah. Do you, yeah. What do you prefer, you, the uh, MMA or football? Um, I, I kind of, like, drift between the two. At the minute, I'm more into football. But like for the last five years, I've been way more into MMA. I just feel like all of the t- like all of the big players of MMA have kind of like either fell off or disgraced themselves in the last five years. And yeah, yeah. We need a renaissance. Well, we got Khabib and Askren. Askren yeah. lost the ma- wrestling match last night. Did, did I just spoil it for you? No, nah, I haven't got up on it. <laughs> it's just a wrestling match he did, didn't he? Yeah. Against uh, Jordan Burroughs, the best ever wrestler. Yeah. Did he what win? do you mean when he you lost. said wrestler, like MMA wrestler? N- no, Greco Roman. Oh, right. Yeah. Really, it's, like college, it's like college wrestling. It's real. Yeah, like real. Yeah. He, was a, he was a college wrestler. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that film? What's that f- yeah, yeah, him. What's the film? What's the film with uh, Thingy out of uh, the American office in it? He plays that billionaire. Oh, yeah, Foxcatcher. That, that, yes, that yes, wrestling, yes, yeah. Real, yeah, real yeah. wrestling. Real wrestling. Man, <laughs> mano v mano. Not, not like uh, Oil the Mexican up. one where yeah, they pull yeah, yeah. Um, What was your favourite place in the world? I, I really like Greenwich, man, but I live there, so that's... <laughs> There's no place like home. Um, I don't so know, I like Sydney. Yeah, I like... I think my, my, I think Melbourne might be my favourite. There's a place in Spain, Mills Palmeiras, that I love. Been there twice. Yeah. I want to well, go there again, yeah. Melbourne's good for vegans anyway, isn't it? Like, that's yeah. a... He's a, he's a sorted... But it's also just... It's a really cool city. Dining. But within 10 minutes on a train, you're on... You're, like, out in a beachy suburb. Yeah. I do love of, London to be honest. I, I love, I, don't, I love it. I absolutely love London. London. Just even the city of London, like St Paul's, all around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. But yeah, I just think I don't know about the best in the world. Though. I need it's to get hard, out. Isn't it? It's hard. Yeah, I think it's definitely up there with the best in the world. I I've, think so. I've, I've loved it. It's been fucking eye-opening for me. Being yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know if I can. I never trust that. anyone who doesn't like London. That's a little general like, a rule. Like, well, it's, it's, you it's, know, people that go like, I hate London. It's quite shit. overwhelming. Like, I think you might be racist. I had to bear with it because I'd visited London a bunch before I moved here. Obviously, with with the trade and. And I just found like skill set. Yeah, I found like a hemorrhaged money, and it was like oh, I, could, yeah, I couldn't figure right. it out. Oh yeah, I hemorrhage money every day. Yeah. yeah. And um, and then since I moved here, I feel Cost like me four I've, grand to get here. <laughs> and I've got, I've got the hang of the hustle and bustle. It used to be that like I was a bit overwhelmed on a fucking tube when you're all wedged in and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but yeah. now you, you get around it. You're just like fuck. If if you're travelling at five, get the bus. Yeah, I think yeah. I don't get me wrong. It, 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 when you, when I say best, you know how much I love London. I'm, I'm, the tube I'm not, isn't the, the highlight. Just yeah. no, the, the finances of London are fucked. You know, there's yeah. like you know the expensive. people, the immigrants, the uh, <laughs> everyone, fucking leave means leave. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's like yeah, there's a, there's obviously there's issues of it, but I think there's there's much more positives to London. You know, yeah. it's a real cool. Like, you know, it's, a, it's a city of villages, as they say, don't they? Yeah, it is. I, 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 love, I love the village I live in, the uh, Bethnal Greenway. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Is that where you live? Like so Bethnal Green? I live like, from like a fallout of my house in a Muay Thai gym. On the other side, there's a climbing wall and then there's just been a pure gym opened up. So like all of my like fucking physical pursuits, are, I could leave without a jacket on when it's raining, they're that close yeah, from yeah. my house. And like it's not even central. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's central London. Bethnal Green's a nice little area. Yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah. London Buddhist Centre is there. It's yeah, nice. uh, Jamali says that uh, he goes there meditating. Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. Pop in, one o'clock dropping class every day. Yeah. It's nice. Um, right. Tim College. I'm 35 and single for the first time in 10 years. How should I stroke? How would you play it? 
And but Lee Moody's dived so in on that and said, Tim College, binge on drugs and prostitutes. So this is somebody that's uh, 35 years old. about binge old. on drugs and, drugs and prostitutes. That will uh, I mean, not the thing be... is, if you're 35, that will... He's pre-Tinder. He's been in a relationship since ne- before Tinder. He's, he's, brand, he's going to fucking come in like Bambi legs into the dating. I, I downloaded yeah. Tinder the other day and had a little browse. Did you? Yeah. Why? And then deleted it. <laughs> Why? Because I, I came. One. No, right. <laughs> um, I would recommend. To, I'd, I'd say to Tim, try and hold off on things like Tinder for as I long as possible. Get to know yourself, Tim. I, I'd, be to... a, I'd be in the same boat. I'd get to know yourself. It's true, though, isn't it? I know. I agree. If you've I been... want to be single for like, like a, that's straight uh, in with the correct at least answer. a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. No, I think the, that is a good shout. This is the quality he's got. Like, if you'd you'd want to be single for. A decent period of time. After 10 years, you've got to give yourself minimum a year. I'd say longer than that. Right? But you don't want to spend the year being celibate. So what he's trying to do now isn't looking for a partner. He's trying to look for getting laid. But do it without being deceptive. Don't like don't lure someone in with a potential relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just do a Facebook update. Group. I'm looking for a fuck buddy. You know what I mean? Straight up. Straight up, mate. It's On like, all platforms. <laughs> LinkedIn. Sponsored posts. Why doesn't he just chuck 20 quid at it? Mate. <laughs> just chuck twenty dollars at it. And target, give target, it seven age, days. Age range sixteen to twenty-four. <laughs> sixteen to sixty-five. Oh, shit. All areas. Uh, why did, what's his name? Uh, Tim. Tim, just slide into some girls' DMs with dick pics. And I'm presuming that. this is Tim College, who is a uh, some good dick pics fitness, done by a professional a, photographer. He's a fitness yeah. instructor. He's, oh, good, he's in good nick. So you know, he's not going to, um, you know. He's not going to be shy of offers. It's going to be all over his clients. Unless, <laughs> unless it's like... Unless He's going to become that creepy yeah, yeah, PC. Just, uh, yeah. Get the kettlebell and bend over like Behind them as they're squatting, just doing that, <laughs> innit? Yeah, he creepy was way, PT. He was way safer with a wedding ring on, wasn't he? Yeah. Creepy his balls hanging out, creepy his short out. shorts. No, but how, it's, when he says, how should he play it? I, I, honestly, don't go off the rails that's a I, I, it's, I think it's an easy thing to do after a long term relationship it's just to go like woo, be committed just, to yourself get to know yourself take some time to just yeah, yeah. reflect to, go to the woods yeah I mean I, that w- I would recommend that but you know it's not for everyone you know but yeah just um, I would say I would say don't rush and just download Tinder and just start constantly just getting obsessed with that yeah nah. don't rush mate just it's see. too convenient it's too like exactly <laughs> Um, so you know, just I'd say ease back into the single room. Yeah. Don't rush back into it. Yeah, find yourself. Steve Wilkie, hi, nice here. You're back in the game. That's how right. he's written that first sentence, <laughs> Steve. Um, you've had some long flights in he's your game. Driving guys. and typing. Steve is, Steve is on it at like twelve o'clock on a Tuesday. <laughs> Line of coke and then um, he says, um, "What's the best way to get over jet lag? Is it a good idea to get absolutely shit faced on the flight and just face the consequences afterwards?" Uh, you stay, stay up whatever time even if you land at like 5.30 in the morning yes. like stay up till 10 at night like fucking power through yeah. and then when you go to bed you'll wake up at a reasonable hour yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and just ride that like you're going to be an early bird for a bit you're going yeah, to be getting up yeah, at 7am for a bit yeah. that's going to happen I've actually and I, you know I know it sounds boring but I try and avoid booze for a couple of days try and get some normal as, much, as normal as possible sleeping going on whereas booze obviously naturally messes up your sleep cycle mm. so you want to go a bit sort of you know, go a bit quiet, calm, mm. boring. Just get through it. Cookie, mate. I don't no. think I've ever had jet lag, but I've not. I've not been away for 
like a long flight. What about to, when you went to Jersey? Five minutes of terror on the plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah the only, I don't think. Uh, last yeah, last time I was in Dubai, you were there at the same time as I was there. Do you remember? You don't really in get Dubai. in Dubai. It's yeah, only right, three right. hours ahead, isn't it? Do we hang out in Dubai? No, we were going to, uh, but then we like we. We were on the WhatsApp. We were going to yeah. have a coffee or something, but we were like 17 miles away. Were they like opposite ends of the city? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I reckon, that, you know, you don't, don't you just jet lag is something. It, it affects everyone differently as well. I know some people just that don't get it. it. Up, brother, I know it? some people that get it bad for almost like 10 yeah. days. What causes it? Is I saw that, ga- ga- your body I trying, jets. I think but... it doesn't it. Something, it's probably something to do with your circadian rhythms or something, isn't it? It throws your whole body. Your body clock gets used to the natural body clock. The, the old time circadian zone. rhythms. Yeah, well, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> I, mean, I, know, I know it's that, but what else? <laughs> Um, but I assume it's your yeah. Your body is trying to then change to a different time zone um, of day night, isn't it? Yeah, because I, I left me watch a new kid. Your body just, have uh, its own brain. Yeah, that's what the rhythms yeah. are. Yeah, you, so you know where your your body gets used to nighttime daytime. That's why you've got like a window that your body knows it's daytime and when it should be sleeping. If you go to a place where it's twelve hours, oh, Julian's easier. Just put a blanket over his cage and he goes fast yeah, yeah, yeah. to sleep. What's his body clock over his eyes and he just sleeps. So, so you just got to sort of yeah. You got to stay basically, you got to wait till your body gets on that. Your body's you know you could, your body can only do it at its own time. So just go raving, bruv. Let's go, yeah, UK raver. <laughs> <laughs> David Stepney. Oh, uh, David Stepney says it was nice to hear Carl on Jason Manford's show yesterday. That's twice by my count. I think it is. Twice or three times I've been on it. Um, when is when am I going to return? Oh, when is Jason going to return the favour and come on the podcast? I was in Jersey with him. I was going to ask him. I'll that. ask him, but he's got you know he's got he's got a family and he's got his show and he's sort of you know he's, he's got, got stuff going on, doesn't he? He has um, no excuse, man. No excuse. Um, he, and David Stepney goes on to talk about which uh, talk about comedian podcast. Which comedian would you like to be interviewed by? Which comedian interviewed by? Yeah, Stuart Goldsmith. No <laughs> He's, he's like a he's, this is like a really journalistic podcast, isn't it? I love yeah, Stuart Goldsmith. Yeah, I've been it. on it, but I was hungover, so I yeah, sort well. of re- regret um, probably everything I said on it. I've never listened back. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think that would actually be the answer, Stuart Goldsmith, because he's gonna he's gonna do his research, ask a few leading questions. He will. He, yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd he will get, do his research. He'd get a, he'd get a lot out of you, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I think most of their comedians would just be like, just having turn, a laugh. Uh, yeah, just having a bloody laugh. Can't take a thing seriously, can um, they? Laughing. Uh, <laughs> overrated. Oh, you're laughing, guys. Oh, you're D- laughing. D- at. D- Dave Longley, I think. I interviewed by Dave Longley. Yeah, 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 be fun. Does he have guests on his podcast? Uh, if Eddie Who can't make the phone call, he'll sometimes go different. Eddie Who rings in, does he? Yeah. So did you ever hear the one he done where Eddie? Who, so Eddie Who left him an answer phone message saying, "I can't make the podcast today. We're going to have to reschedule." So he played that before the intro, right. right? And then when the intro came, it rang like it normally does. And then he answered and went, "Hi, Eddie." And then he just in his own voice went, "Hello, Rongri." Oh, <laughs> and he no. had a conversation <laughs> with him back and forth with a fake Chinese accent for forty five really minutes. Funny. After a couple of minutes, I thought that's where it's going to end, but. He kept it in oh, that's, a, that's a commitment to <laughs> yeah. taking the piss um frank james says who is the modern day frank sidebottom that's a hard question it's just such different because he died didn't he he did yeah i'm um, actually as, as much as i'm aware of who frank sidebottom is i'm unfamiliar with his body well, of work well yeah same here <laughs> i just thought he, pop, way of he popped up on kids tv shows in the well, yeah but he's also i think it's weird because i was i've talked about this with people about how there's there's that very different sort of alternative comedy nowadays, isn't it? Yeah. You know, like that original alternative comedy was just bonkers. Even when I started out, I remember catching the end of it. Like you know, you're, there was loads of nutters at gigs 
It was always be on with a couple of guys who were just, you know, sort of had drawn shit on their head and like were just basically just a lunatic who wanted to be on stage. I don't do that bit anymore. <laughs> but um, and you know there was a much more alternative spirit I think in comedy whereas now because of the TV boom in the mid 2000s so what, most new comics actually have a sort of understanding more about stand up because they watch it on TV so yeah. everything just feels a bit more samey so would it be Spencer Jones would that, that be the answer I, yeah I was going to say it's going to be someone like Spencer um, John Kearns Kearns I don't know um, about Frank Side, but I don't even know what he did really um, like Holly Byrne have you ever seen Holly Byrne she's no. great and she's yeah she's, there's people that are just doing things that are just a bit like sort of off piece. Wes Saharak. Wes Saharak. Yeah, I love Wes Saharak. We did the Big Value. Oh, you yeah, were doing yeah, the other I was, show. I was doing the early show and you were doing the late 2010, that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nine years ago, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah so I think weird. there's probably... Quick maths. You know, I saw Jordan Brooks's show in Melbourne. It was quality. And that is, you know, that is... You, you couldn't sort of really categorise it you know what I mean parts of it are just stand up parts of it it's theatre you know and it's just great and there's, there's people like that that are sort of pushing the uh, the edges of stand up comedy to the uh, to bulge <laughs> cool good good chat guys <laughs> that would have been a better conversation if we're all familiar with Frank Lloyd I mean yeah, <laughs> yeah we we'll just, we'll just took a punt right <laughs> who was the most like a guy that wears a paper mache head yeah 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 <laughs> I mean just pick some names out of the yeah. sky it's that thing with, yeah, comedians are very good at just talking about shit they have no idea about it, oh, it. What Definitely. Was that? We've, we've got the confidence to just, just go that? for it there was a James McAvoy film was it Filth Where's uh, the is split? No, no, I think it was. Oh, James McAvoy was in my book. Filth was a, yeah. That was Irv, it's based on an Irving Welsh book. Yeah, and yeah. He, that was uh, he, he was obsessed with Frank Sidebottom, wasn't he? Uh, so he was like always know. watching like all reruns of right. Like, so there, there was a lot of references in that that I didn't quite get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Caitlin Donnelly says, "If you could go to uni now." Would you, and what would you study? Most definitely. We can go go to uni, can't we? I suppose, yeah, I mean, technically we are allowed to go to uni. What would you yeah, do? Yeah, did you see Amos Gill just graduated from a law degree? Yeah. That he'd, that that he'd been about? doing along. I he, thought that was a lie when he's... Yeah, because I think he like started it, then got into comedy and stopped because the comedy worked, but then he just went, fuck it, I'm going to follow through on that project. Yeah, and he yeah, finished yeah. it up 10 years later. I'd love to study something. Though. I would as well. I've, I, I've, every, I reckon every two months, normally it's after a bad gig, <laughs> I start looking at university degrees. <laughs> but uh, what was it you once Googled yeah. after a bad gig? Wait, yeah, I think we did a tour show, didn't we? No, no, it wasn't a tour show. I had a bad gig. <laughs> And I came home and I googled how to become a dentist. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like six years. Oh, fuck that. I I always think about sort of psychology or something like that. I've looked into being a, a psychotherapist quite a lot. But then I think I've never, we're probably too what, mental to. What's good? But they're is, all mental, I think. Because we've got a career in stand up, you could be studying something that you don't need to make money off. So you could just like find a hobby and get good at it. You could do like yeah, anim- yeah, yeah. animation knitting or something. Or something. Like that. Animation would be cool. Better, isn't it? <laughs> oh, you've been knitting, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I've, I've been knitting since January. What's the been... end goal of that? Is it a competition for the end of the year? Christmas right? jumpers will right. make. Uh, make... Have you started working? Have you, have you got to jumper level yet? I've learned, like, uh, the last thing I made was a pair of mittens. Okay. And there was a couple of techniques in that which I need to know for making a jumper right uh, like, so what's uh, the next but what's the stage so ne- making a jumper is the next stage oh it is so I was there's not a middle actually, ground between mittens uh, and jumper a vest or so something so I've made yeah. I've made scarves I've done cable knitting yeah uh, I've, uh, I've made uh, plenty of hats and then they've got no clothes shops I've in Blythe. Fingerless Blythe. Clothes and then <laughs> huh? they've got no uh, clothes shops in Blythe. how long does it take you to do like a hat 
Uh, I could knock one out in a couple of days, but I'd have oh, to be right. busy, you know. I'd have yeah, to be yeah. working round the clock, backstage doing it, watching the football, doing it. Like uh, I can, must I'd be have uh, quite therapeutic. And it's really mindful. Like it's really got, unless you drop a stitch and then you get like full road rage. <laughs> Yeah, right. yeah, but I've worked out how to stabbing people. <laughs> I used to be that if I dropped a stitch, the garment was done. Okay. But now I can pick the stitch back up, so it's just a pain in the ass now yeah, rather yeah, than yeah. the end of days. It's a funny, it's a really fun competition to be doing. Should we? We should do one. Yeah, man. but we're not. Knitting. Yeah, well, look, do you know? Do you know the whole point? It was fucking toxic masculinity. That was competitive. It was like New Year's Eve or something, and we're fucking Trying to balance it out. Hamad, right? Yeah. And Danny's just on this fucking confidence that I'm better than you at anything I put my mind to. So I start raiming off a bunch of stuff, chess, fucking white tie, that you're Kyber, better than him. that I'm better than him, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And and then this is Daniel Sloss. Right? Yeah, and then he doesn't know the, the backstory. To yeah, us. and then he, he says. Um, well you've already tried them things so like it's not a level playing field I'd have to catch up with you to be any good at it and you'll always be a step ahead so I was like well pick anything then and he just landed on knitting right and we're having a competition you're going to be the best knitting yeah and you're winning are you I'm definitely like I've been teaching him the things I've learned so I'm ahead of him and I'm bringing him through like I'm being a fucking sport a good sport about it Um, but the the whole thing is to make a Christmas jumper on Christmas and I guess we'll put it to public vote yeah who has the best Christmas jumper it's going to be fun but Um, it's selling for charity yeah, and I fucking like a Christmas like for shelter or something at yeah. Christmas. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, and you can um, you can knit little hats for like the maternity wards and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, Are you going to do another boxing thing? That would be nice. I'd like to. There's no um, sort of fill the um, audience in on this. Uh, I'll try to do this in a nutshell. Uh, we needed to raise some funds quick for a boy called Kian Musgrove who needed treatment in America. Uh, the way we'd done the fundraising was put a charity boxing match on where comedians fought each other. We raised the money. He went and got his treatment. He survived. Yeah. The uh, event was incredible, the, though, wasn't it? The event was, it was fucking quality. so good. Um, but I, it was I busted up Bobby Mayer. <laughs> yeah, he did. Donnelly's got a face w. up, Rob. Yeah, got to got, quit in the second round. He got his hand raised. Give Bobby Murray's first L. <laughs> and, um, the, so one, that was, one and O, mate, retired. <laughs> it, was, it was a time-sensitive charity, so we had to rush it. We had yeah, to like, yeah. throw ourselves at it. And because of that, it ended up being such a fucking gig, like a big event. And now we've got time to think about it because we could raise money for a charity. We choose the charity yeah, and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. But because we've got time, it's like, you know, like if you haven't got a fringe show in the diary, you don't do any writing. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like that. It's like we fucking need a deadline for it. It's such a big towards. event. It could, like, it feels also, like a big, big one-off, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. I also think you don't want to give comedians too much time to train. It gets a bit too professional then. Yeah. I like the fact that most, I mean, I didn't. I'm always ready, mate. I went. Yeah, I, Gavin Webster and Mark Nelson had a pack that none of them would train at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they uh, really looked like I'd it. Have that, <laughs> I'd have that packed as well and just In, uh, training well, hard well the Leicester Comedy Festival yeah yeah just like <laughs> just the, with Mr Miyagi somewhere in the woods <laughs> you know what I mean Jean-Claude um, I just did loads of yoga weirdly which yeah, is it worked. I just wanted to get my core good really worked in it mm. anyway for when you fall it just yeah. you fall better didn't you <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take a punch better you just <laughs> just drop um, in the downward dog so yeah, so that uni question we uh, somehow answered. I'd love to go to uni, and I'm I'm planning on getting it. I haven't even got a GCSE, so Maybe not. I'm teaching my daughter like homeschooling, so I'm learning now. Can you do that? Is that a it's a you thing, yeah. School? It's easy, yeah. Well, it's not easy. It's yeah. fucking, <laughs> I'm way bitten off way more than I can chew, man. So are you learning uh, everything? Because you're having to learn at the teacher. Learning yeah, about so geography. I only yeah. picked up things in school by like overhearing things. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't really learn yeah. in school, I'd say. Well, I was alright academically. Like, if I applied right. myself, I was decent, but I was very distracted. Yeah. Like, it's, 
there was certain, I was good at basically I was very good at picking my battles at school mm. there was topics I was like I ain't look I ain't gonna give a shit about this so I ain't even gonna listen yeah and there was ones that I was like all right I'm all right at this I'll just I'll knock yeah. this out get a couple of get a good couple of results I got the important stuff across the lane like the yeah. science science maths and English yeah, same here. across the that lane it. the rest it. of them were just like fucking yeah pick a letter pick a letter um, but anyway um, Liz Gold says I'm going to be at work during uh, the podcast probably dealing with more people feeding their dogs chocolate and hot cross buns she is a veterinary nurse oh cool mm. hot cross buns are they bad for dogs I didn't know that I knew the chocolate thing chocolate gives is, them migraines yeah. does it <laughs> it, what, kills, it kills them it's their liver can't process it really yeah. bad news that pussy holes pussy um, dogs but what about hot cross buns then they just don't like it. alright <laughs> Um, she wants it's because of the religious oh, connotations of the cross they just yeah. think it should be neural they're all atheists dogs. she is wondering if uh, my consistent diet of weird food will also be happening in Edinburgh I'm talking about my Instagram putting nice food on uh, Instagram it, of course it will Edinburgh's a really good city for uh, vegan food mm. what's your any good vegan stuff you've had when I've been away um, just loads of same old lentils beans what was Romania tins? saying I can't remember, you know. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's because that, that's a tough part of the world to be a vegan in. It's like yeah, I mean, they, they have to meet, you know, meet with a side of meat, isn't Estonia, it? Estonia, I had to have a plate of potatoes yeah. you know, in a restaurant. I think I just got like sandwiches and crap. I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah, know. all you can get is that like a bag of salad you get with a kebab. That's the only option. <laughs> oh, I had the breakfast down. Yeah, the buffet breakfast in the hotel, yeah, and it was yeah. just like same old. Before I went, oh, I was I cashed in yeah, Mildred's voucher. Oh uh, yeah, yeah was, it's nice, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, really nice. I've place. never been to Mildred's. Is it, is it nice? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, really cool. I mean, it's it's and most of it's now vegan. It used to be veggie with a couple of vegan options, and now the the sort of ratio of the menu is really flipping towards full vegan. Um, I had some bad boy food in Melbourne. Like the vegan food there is just next level. Like there was a just, yeah. Every time I go there, there's about another twenty new places. So um, I highly recommend going to Melbourne team. Um, Chris Kimber, what animal would you use to promote a new brand of toothpaste? Wow, that is a very what an niche. animal with a lot of teeth. Oh yeah, true. Did you see the, the advert for the new Sonic the Hedgehog film? Oh, he's, got, like, he's got human teeth. It looks awful. It does, but it looks I also so bad. I, I think it looks awful. But I also don't give a shit if it looks awful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, um, like, I'm astonished Adam Sandler's not in it. Yeah, but uh, did you see? There's a campaign saying about it is, and now they're going to reanimate it and put him put make Sonic more like the computer game. Which I sort of I don't. Are feel, people not bothered? Well, this is what I mean. I'm I'm more Compe- I'm more bothered with that. I, I'm more. I find it more troubling that people that went to that, the lost their minds so much about a Sonic the Hedgehog film that they felt the need to start like a petition and a campaign than they re- had the sort of wherewithal just to go, ah, it's probably oh, just not for me then. Jim Carrey's in it, isn't he? He is, yeah, he plays Dr. Robotnik. So it's a cartoon, yeah? No, it's live action, but oh. it's got an animated it's got a Sonic. real hedgehog. Yeah, <laughs> they just cast him badly, he's got real teeth. <laughs> uh, yeah, sort of, I found the, the response... Like Roger Rabbit style or something? yeah. So the response, but the response annoyed, uh, bothered me more than yeah. the actual. People lose their minds over shit. Uh, though, it's mental, they? mate. Why would it's like even... everyone kicking off about what, what's, what? When did everyone become obsessed with spoilers? That's all. The, I never oh, hear what, a the word. Game of Thrones. Just I think. everything. Yeah. I constantly see the word spoiler anytime well, I open anything. People been... got beaten up outside the cinema, didn't they? Someone oh, walked was... past the queue telling everyone what happened. Oh, that was in oh, Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, Avengers yeah, yeah. Sorry, There's been a couple of big, like, so the Game of Thrones finale is happening, and the Avengers finale. So people have committed like seventy odd hours. Into the into the the whole the campaign, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then if somebody just flippantly puts something on Facebook that says that you're like, oh well, fucking yeah, yeah. So much fortunate live. 
But like, I you know, if you try, you never try to avoid the result of a football game, so you can watch it as live. Yeah, because it, but it's easy to do. You just don't open any social media. Still social media. Yeah, it's yeah. really M- easy. Mute your WhatsApp. <laughs> just don't. Yeah. yeah, go on Facebook. Well, that's it. That's genuinely like it's not a hard thing. That's to That's impossible a for people, though. Yeah, literally impossible. Well, why though? What's... So I had a. Um, I had a thing where I read the Game of Thrones books before the series. So when the Red Wedding happened and people were posting spoilers about the Red Wedding, I had that was like, that massacre, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I had three more seasons of spoilers, and I would just DM people uh, that done spoilers, going, "Oh, I hear you're a fan of spoilers," and then just give them three seasons of fucking shit and just ruin the next three seasons <laughs> like a for them. Mercenary, like a spoiler. I remember being in Australia and coming back, and everyone was really into Neighbours and Home and Away. I was like a year ahead, and I just tell everyone <laughs> everything that's going to happen. It was carnage round my way. Yeah. <laughs> Harold Bishop shows up again. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody believed you. Yeah. Nobody believed you. Um, Yellow Belly Bishop. I watched it, yeah, because I went to watch that Avengers, and I'm not into Marvel films, and it was fine. <laughs> that was my, that was the, my it's review. It's got to be one of the biggest films in it's history. It's massive. Mm. I, I, don't, I mean, I understand why it's a huge, it's got, you know, it's a huge thing. Plus, uh, thing he's dead, isn't he? Don't, 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 don't give a spoiler. No, the guy that m- wrote. Oh, Stan Lee. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not a spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. Stan Lee's dead. Um, that is, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's now. Now though, there's still technically a spoiler there. That now anyone who hasn't seen it is going to go. Who's, well, somebody who somebody died in it? Yeah, <laughs> obviously someone dies. Last one, you're going to have someone die. Not mm. mad. You've seen it, so you're. Accidentally I'm, spoiling it. I'm not you spoiling know, anything. You know all I'm of these. Saying, uh, if I was making that film, fuck it, I won't. And it, it was the last one of a series. I would kill someone off. All of these high budget things, <laughs> like uh, like Avengers, like The Last Jedi, anything where they've spent a lot of money, I just like watching it for the spectacle. Well, that's like, what even I mean. Even if I didn't enjoy the dialogues well, yeah. or the story or the narrative, I'm just like. What I'm watching is fucking mind blowing. Yeah, totally, yeah. This, this, well, I, I totally agree. I watch. Yeah. I'm happy to sit in a cinema and watch it and go like, "Oh, there's a lot of big explosions and stuff going on." What I will draw the line at is, is but agreeing that it's a very good film. I know some people have said it's amazing. Like, I'm like, it's not, is it? Like, you know, it's there's definitely there's, it's it's too um, hampered by the parameters of an action film to ever be a great film because you know in terms of like script and plot and subplot and all that you know it's all too yeah. it has to be too big and entertaining yeah, yeah. whereas you know a sim- like it's like you know I watched The Phantom Fred on the flight back which is a Paul Thomas Anderson film with Daniel Day-Lewis and it's so small and simple and just every single word just me- means so much and every little exchange is so perfect and Sounds it doesn't shit. it doesn't have to rush to the next big thing you know what I mean it's, it, you can just hold a scene for 10 minutes if you want of two people talking I fast forward to, to the action <laughs> scenes on shit but that's like what that. you mean you actually get to know them better rather than is there any bonking in it not at all oh fuck that then like it's about a 1950s dressmaker and it's just one of the best best films I've seen in years and like it's that thing of I think if you've got 50 main characters like these Avengers films naturally the storytelling suffers because you have to jump around and you have to yeah. placate every character in the story challenge so that is my review. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Sorry, I know that was about as pretentious a review as you could get, but it's I, true. I, but the more CGI, I, the less the film. Totally, have it loses all reality, sort of and I, but I can still sit and enjoy the spectacle. Is what I'm yeah, saying. Like I sat ready, there and I enjoyed it the whole way through. Ready Player One, absolute spectacle. Yeah, totally. But it's just yeah, for me, actual real a, a great film. I need to actually get to know proper, like just a couple of characters. You can any more than about four characters in a film. I'm like, this is going to be. Uh, technically dog <laughs> that, shit is that your Dunbar number yeah Four. you can only how can you have more protagonists than that and get to know him in the space of a handful of hours true that man true that innit um, 
But you're doing all those 22 films. Yeah, but I know that. I'm not. I'm aware that that. So like the. <laughs> but each film, you only ever sort of can see a certain amount of time with anyone. Over, yeah. Like if you look at all There's the 22 films. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Building up the end. So pick um, what's oh, her name? What's the Olsen? Is there an Olsen sister who plays like Scarlet Witch or something? Uh, Johansson. Um, Scarlet Johansson. No, she plays. Um, plays Black Widow. Yeah. What's the one who can sort of fly and goes red and shit? Oh, is Super that Captain Marvel? Uh, no, no, the other, there's another one who goes red and she's a woman who goes, she goes out with her. She gets um, embarrassed easily. Uh, what's her name? I don't know what her name is. Anyway, that character, like even over the 22 films, you only ever see her probably for about 45 minutes, which I don't think is Brie enough time. Brie Olsen, no? Yeah, I think it might. No, no, Brie Olsen's the one who does Captain. This is a conversation of people that don't know all the <laughs> facts. Just listen to us guess for an but, hour. Like, yeah, so there's characters in it that actually... People screaming at the podcast even if you, right now. If you put all the time they're on screen t- together, still yeah. would probably only be less than an hour, you know. And I, I think that's not enough time to really get to know a character. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, God. I used to just like shit films. <laughs> I hate myself, man. It's because there's too much available, isn't it? I've watched too much good shit, but now my standards are very high. Does Um, Mike Lauren just made a statement that he doesn't like films? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't watch films, I don't like them. (laughs) That's I'm not really into music, no. Because that's, yeah, I like that. I think he's got it easy. Because the end goal, the end sort of product of watching too many films, like me, is you end up becoming pretentious, isn't it? Mm. So, you know, basically what I'm saying is I'm going to stop watching films. Films are learning, though, aren't they? You can... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, never got to that. What animal would you promote as brand of toothpaste? We've got very What's animals with loads of teeth? Croco- uh, crocodile, crocodile, obviously. Sharks, mate. Sharks got two layers, haven't they? Yeah, but they haven't really got like... Uh, what, emotionally? Or- they haven't really got that Hollywood <laughs> smile going on, have they? Like, no. They've got operational teeth. Crocodiles, the bird cleans their teeth so they could play on that. Yeah, like but copyright not, but you don't need it. toothpaste, innit? If you've got a bird that cleans your teeth, that's, a, that's, that's the last a, thing you want to advertise. Um, <laughs> I'm a bird cleans my teeth. Um, have you seen the Meg? <laughs> the Meg. No, but I watched. I watched it over someone's shoulder on the flight. Oh right, see, I watched that on the flight over, and yeah, that's a perfectly fun. fun two no, no, I watched it on that screen, so I watched it like uh, no context, no sound. I was just glancing oh. over it now and again. It's dog shit, but it's, yeah, it it's so. fun dog shit. You know what I mean? Mm. Again, I'll tell you what, um, I watched Venom. And that's terrible. But um, I watched it. I didn't watch it. On the way back um, from Australia, it's the person in front was watching it. And I watched it over their shoulder a bit. And with the sound off, it's really funny. Yeah, Tom it? Hardy's like, sort of acting in it is so over the top that it works. It's funnier without the it's sound. It's a silent movie. Yeah. I, I watched, actually think it's really slapsticky and fun. I, it's, I was really um, I was surprised. I watched Christopher Robin. What's Christopher flag? Robin? It's the Winnie the Pooh film. Okay. The, the little kid in Winnie the Pooh, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Really good. I've Christopher never, Robin? I've never read you never heard of Christopher Robin? I didn't have a childhood, mate. My parents didn't read me any. Have you had a piglet? Pooh. You must have heard of Christopher Robin. I've, I've, never heard, of... I've, I've heard the name, but I didn't know it was related to Winnie the Pooh. Okay. I don't mind. Uh, I saw my first Disney film when I was 15 because my parents never showed me one, okay? Let's <laughs> that, move that, on. The, I'm fine the, with it the, now. The Irish way. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Why do you think I'm pretentious? Because I watched good films from a young age. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to go for what? You're going to go for Crocodile. Crocodile, obviously. I'm going to go Shark. Um, I don't think Scott Cockney or Shark they haven't got they haven't got good teeth they've got just point, loads got of point teeth. Point teeth you want good teeth rather than plenty of I want teeth. Like, a, like a cow that's just sideways chewing cow yeah okay <laughs> a cow Fair would enough. be a nice they're a nice animal yeah uh, like widespread like overwhelmingly popular cows aren't they no I one hates think, cows I just think if they had like sm- a smile and had like a big sparkly yes. grin like it would really endear you to it 
Um, Patrick um, J.F. Anderson says, uh, what do you think there is currently more of in the world? Peas or people? Peas. Do you reckon there's, I reckon there's more peas. There's definitely more peas. Okay. I think there's definitely enough peas for everybody. If you shared the peas over between the people, everyone yeah, would have a Yeah, there'd be more than one pea per person. You don't have somebody person. going, oh, where's my pea? <laughs> there would be more than one pea a person, yeah. yeah. I think you're right. Um, cheers, cheers, Patrick J.F. Anderson. Just cleared that up for you, Patrick. Matt you can, you Barry. You can sleep well Let's now. do this one, and then um, we'll start wrapping up proceedings. Matt Barry says, if you had to be a teacher in a secondary school, what would you choose to teach off the current Sex curriculum? Sex education. <laughs> what would you teach? <laughs> Oh, but what would you what would you teach of the current curriculum? Life skills. And what would you teach if you were allowed to teach any subject, like your own choice? I think they should teach you about mortgages and rent and like just life in school. Because yeah, I didn't yeah. get shit from my parents. Why was maths class well, I not did, about I went to the University of Life. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I learned on the road, bruv. <laughs> road man, innit? I learned about shotting on road man. <laughs> uh, what would you teach of the current curriculum? Um... I, I think if PE, mate, come on, you're a yeah, PE teacher. It, it would, it you're would, such a PE teacher. Would have, it would have, <laughs> you're short, I'd short. I'd want to join in and that. Like, I'd want to be playing football with them. Like, yeah, that's allowed. You're just there being a ref, aren't you? But like, the PE teachers normally also. Do you remember? They, our PE teachers always did another thing. So we had like bang the other teachers. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> Mr. Doran, who was a, like, a really funny teacher. My PE teacher was a pedo. Oh, really? Yeah. See, weirdly, our pedo teachers weren't PE. Really? They were much more classroom based. <laughs> uh, but my PE teacher. Classroom based pedophile. It's cookery, but they were coming up behind you like I've ghost when they make the clear pot. But our PE teachers were good, were good, good blokes. Mr. Doran, he, but he used to do RE as well as PE. Oh, definitely um, a pedo, mate. He's not a pedo. He's a lovely Did he man. think those two things were connected? Him. Because I've, I've of him. I still see him. I still see him. Still go around for breakfast. Pedo. No, but he's. Um, I've bumped into him a few times down down in southwest yeah. London. Um, he also follows my, me on Twitter. My maths well. teacher used to come swimming. I would like just. It'd be there all of a sudden. One minute he's my maths teacher, next minute he's, he's in his front. speedos. He's in his speedos. Yeah. <laughs> my Aikido teacher was also my maths teacher, Mr. Jermakowski. Did yeah. two years of uh, Aikido with him, and he was a scary bastard. Was he? he was quality. Like, I remember the first. Like he had such good posture. I remember the first day he taught us maths. You know, he was only little, but he had the air of a man who could kick your ass. And then we found out he was an Aikido teacher, and he was like. Proper black Sounds belt. Sounds like a pedo as well. <laughs> you call him that because he will fuck you up. Aikido um, like is an acronym of pedo, I think. So what would you teach if that's not on the curriculum? Uh, not on the curriculum, I'd teach... Uh, I'd like psychology or that's on the curriculum. That's not on the stand curriculum. Stand-up comedy, mate. Just teach, teach the next teach generation of kids to do it. Heckler slams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make, a, make the front row feel Literally bad about up. themselves. What do you do? Yeah. I don't come to the PE teacher's jobs and smash the kids' cocks out. <laughs> just mugging off all their mums and shit. What's your mum do for a living, bro? <laughs> yeah, I tapped her. That's a really funny question to ask an audience member. What's your mum do for a living? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if dad takes his wedding ring off for the school run, bro. <laughs> um, I would, yeah, I reckon teach kids something like that, something creative. It also is a good way of like teaching self confidence nu- nu- nutrition and stuff is what you yeah, don't I learn a good school. Child, nutrition the kids don't want to learn about that snowboarding man. would be good but you need yeah. you need some facilities yeah snow and a board um yeah, yeah nutrition i don't think it would work because kids just want to eat crisps and toast isn't it i don't know like they have home economics i suppose where you bake cakes do they still do that yeah that's nice i'll still go right. <laughs> 
You've been held back. <laughs> I've been held back a couple of years. Yeah. Um, we should probably start wrapping things up. Uh, what have you got on this Or week? just wrapping, that'd be nice. <laughs> should we do our wrap? Yeah, wrap it up, Carl. We've been rehearsing <laughs> a wrap. Um, um, what have you got on this week? Um, tonight I'm in Bournemouth, Chaplin's Bar. Tomorrow I'm in St Paul's, City of London, doing a... A gig for a charity. I should have had details because I should have been promoting it. Yeah. I have tweeted about it. I saw I saw you tweet about it. Um, this weekend? This weekend, Friday, I'm in Portsmouth. Yeah. And Saturday, Wedgwood Rooms? No. Ah. Um, I don't know, exactly. <laughs> I just know in Portsmouth, bro. Just know the cities. Yeah, and uh, Saturday, the downstairs at the King's Head in oh, Crouch End lovely. and Sunday in Shrewsbury Shrewsbury I got I'm stepping I might, I'm doing a gig in Shrewsbury in a couple of weeks I've, it's the first one since my, my um, I is got, it part of the festival well I, mine isn't because I got banned from the festival didn't I oh After I heard about that years, um, I was up there the other day and they told me all who about who told that. you um Oh, no. Very nice person, but I just met her for the first time. She organises the festival with Kevin Blaine. Okay, yeah, yeah. What was her take on it? She said, um, you slagged off some guy's restaurant. I didn't say, this is the thing. She didn't say it like you were... absolutely misconstrued. And he... It it was that he complained. Well, yeah, it's the guy who owns the Henry Tudor House, which is a venue, and it's got a regular gig. You didn't even say anything... I pointed out that the I'd made a joke about the portion sizes. I'd eaten my dinner there, and it's it's a really swanky gastro pub, uh, and it's it's a lovely pub in it. But like the portions well, now he's are bankrupt. Are you happy? <laughs> he's not. He's a millionaire. He's killed himself. Um, but the um, the portions are like very um, sort of fine dining style portions. I like that if you get plenty of them. So yeah, that's it. So I got a main, I got a big main course. It was a Sunday, and I was like, I'm going to get a big Sunday dinner. And it came, and it was just really swanky and like sort of, but very small. So and it was not nice. And I ate it, and I, on stage I made a joke about how trendy the posh the pub is. I went to one of them pubs where you, the food comes and it fills the holes in your teeth. Uh-huh. And I said it, and then I found out afterwards he'd made an official complaint. Well, it was boarded up when I was up there last week. <laughs> <laughs> not really <laughs> um, uh, but yeah no I mean I wouldn't care because he over, if he's going to overreact like that to a joke when he runs he's got a comedy gig in his fucking venue chill out mate yeah, grow yeah, up chefs are just, just send him an email well, trying good to humor, get a gig there huh? I don't want a gig there mate I ain't going to gig but I'm, I'm doing a gig in another venue in Shrewsbury I'll go back and do another gig I ain't doing his fucking shit I'll <laughs> <laughs> bring a pack lunch if I am yeah exactly that's what I did. I made a joke, I think, about how I had to, after eating there, I had to go around the corner. But yeah, no, annoyed. I got annoyed with it. I'm not going to apologise to him. I made it. That was a. That is not. That's a, what he wanted. An apology, was it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, they didn't ask me for an apology. I wasn't going to give him an apology. Fuck him. It tastes like well, no, shit. I it, it was well. a comedy show. Obviously, I made a joke on stage. And it I, wasn't even an offensive joke. I didn't go on and say the food was bad or you just overpriced. Said the portions were a bit I said small. it. I said it was a gastro. It was a, like a, a swanky gastro pub where the portions are tiny. That's not insulting him. If he can't take that, he shouldn't be running a comedy show, could it? Should it? Yeah, hit him with facts, that's all. Exactly. So I think he should grow up. Um, yeah. I just, basically, I've just re-sparked the, the didn't debate. Did you phone him? No. No, not at all. Because oh. no, I, I, didn't, I didn't find out for about two months until somebody, I've met somebody uh, who did a gig in Shrewsbury and they got told about it. And they were like, and then they told me that apparently the local paper wrote a thing about me, slagging me off. Saying I'd come, I just came up from London, slagging like with my London ways, having a go at their local, like main local pub. doing comedy routines. Yeah, so I fucking mate, I'm not having that. You put them in one of your skits, didn't you? Yeah, I put them in one of my skits. <laughs> I'm going to do my whole show this year about the Henry Tudor house <laughs> and how, how shit their food is. The whole show, yeah, tummy rumbling. <laughs> 
Uh, I've got the Soho Theatre this weekend. So if you've got London listeners, I'm going to yeah. be there at some point on Saturday. I should know the time of it. <laughs> you should yeah, definitely quite, know the time. I mean, call it, at nine. It, it'll be on their website. Call it, call it nine. <laughs> I reckon it's on the Soho Theatre site, sohotheatre.co.uk. Um, and where am I? I'm at Top Secret Comedy this Friday. And then I'm Saturday. I'm doing Lovely the gig. Union Chapel and London Comedy All Stars at South Bank. So that'll be fun. Come along. That's it, innit? Any other business? That's it, man. That's it, man. Drunk my whole smoothie yeah, while, no, that's while good, actually. showing this podcast. Um, yeah, the, you can go to my website, kaihumphries.com, and on the shop section, they can download the show, which was about the comedy boxing. Oh, cool. So they can get up to speed Excellent. on it. Excellent. It was that. great. That's, I bought it, actually. Oh, it was yeah. a great watch. Five pounds, I think. Did you pay it? Did you, yeah. That's I want to just give you Can that. I have it back, please? Yeah, yeah give five back. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers, who wins? Yeah. Um, well, thanks for listening. Cheers for coming on, Kai. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Later. Take <laughs> Yes. No, no, no. Oh, my God.